Welcome to the Brain People Podcast, a show where four mental health experts team up to bring you practical tools for overcoming mental health challenges. The Brain People don't replace your doctor or therapist, but we will give you some extra tools to help you on your journey. So join us as we fight mental illness, one episode at a time. Welcome everyone to the Brain People Podcast. I'm Amanda and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and I'm joined here with my guest, Carla Velasco. Okay, Carla, welcome. And Carla, tell us what you do. I'm a life coach. Okay. And what does a life coach do you say different from a therapist? Because I know sometimes people have questions about, well, what's a life coach? Yeah, so a life coach is basically moving forward you okay. know, in people's lives. They often say in the in the counseling relationship, the expert is the counselor, uh-huh. and they're looking at to resolve their past. Um, while a life coach in that relationship, the client is the expert, and we're looking, mm. you know, into moving into their future and how okay. to help them get there. Okay, so maybe if we could say it. A therapist helps with all the other stuff and then helps them get ready for maybe with life coaching mm-hmm. going forward and making those lifestyle changes and things that they want to do. Yes, definitely. And okay. sometimes it could be a good idea to have a life coach while they're seeing a therapist because nice. a therapist might be, you know, giving them goals or things to implement that they might need help with. And mm-hmm. that's something that a coach could do. Yeah. And I know you and I actually do work together. And so um, I do often transition people to you because maybe they've gotten through some of the mental stuff and now they just need to work on like taking that first step forward in their life and everything like that. So we appreciate you for sure. (laughs) But today we're actually going to talk about something that you do as a life coach. I do this sometimes too and everything, but Um, We're going to talk about goals and setting goals, making goals, Mm -hmm. achieving your goals and everything. But we're going to talk a little bit about an acronym that we often use. And what is that acronym? It's SMART. SMART. Who doesn't want to be SMART? (laughs) So, okay. So SMART, it is an acronym. So Mm -hmm. each one stands for something. Let's go through each of the letters. What does the S stand for? The S stands for specific. Okay. And what does that mean? Like if in terms of setting a goal, what does it mean to be specific? Because sometimes we make Mm -hmm. all kinds of goals and yeah. What is that? Yeah. Uh, Specific, you know, you could be like when you want to do something, there's so many things you could do. Mm -hmm. And being my type of personality, it's like, oh yeah, I want to jump into this and jump into that. But being more specific, it helps us to actually have a visual or have something that we're really aiming towards versus just being out, you know, where it's just general. Okay. So what would be an example of a specific goal that you would make with your client or they would make with you? Yeah. So sometimes I know you're the boundary woman. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually have a client who, you know, we've been working on learning how to set boundaries. Okay. So... It's like, I want to set boundaries with a certain family member. Oh, nice. Okay. That's specific. Okay. So is, would we even get as specific as to say what boundary we want to set to? Sure. Okay. Because I know sometimes when, like when you and I are in our treatment team meetings and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that we often do, because you do work with some of my clients as well. um, I know sometimes 
people will say things like, oh, I need to exercise. Mm -hmm. But they're not specific about what kind of exercise they want to do, or they're not specific about how they're going to exercise. Mm -hmm. So if I said I wanted to exercise, how would you help me make that more specific? Yeah. So we would start, okay, what does your exercise look like, right? Let's think Mm -hmm. about the how, what, when, you Mm -hmm. know, all these, uh, the five. Who, what, when, where, how, Yes. Thank you for helping me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, oh, what is it? Exercise? Okay. What kind of exercise? Okay. I like to swim, Carla. So great. Okay. And how often do you want to swim or how long I'm not really sure because I haven't done it in a while so I don't know what do you think would be good I hmm. I'm, I'm not sure like what it would be good specific so this might be going into the other right uh, other letters in okay. our acronym but you know do you have a pool you know you want to start okay. off by asking yourself those questions okay um so is that something that you that's accessible to oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have I have a pool or at least I could find a pool or something like that or get a gym membership yeah. or something like that. So being specific as to what kind of exercise yes. I want to do. Okay, cool. So then the next letter is the M. <laughs> we know how to spell. <laughs> yes, for measurable. Okay, measurable. And so how would I take that swimming and turn it into not just a specific, but a measurable Mm -hmm. goal. So then you're going to say, well, how often do I want to swim? Okay. How many days a week? You know, and yes. So because by measuring it, you get to identify, you know, the progress. You want to be able to have some sort of quantity, right? Be able to, um, I keep saying measurable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think, I think it's good that we recognize measurable because sometimes we, how do you know if you've fulfilled your goal, if you never gave yourself a a specific and measurable amount? So if I said I was going to do 30 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. how do I know if I completed that goal? Except I said, well, I was going to do it 30 minutes a day. So if I do it for 30 minutes, then I met my goal. Yes, exactly. And sometimes, you know, you can have a chart or something to like, keep track of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have specific, measurable, what's the A stand for? Achievable. Okay. So I want to be like Michael Phelps. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but so what does achievable mean? Achievable. You know, you want to make sure that it's something that you know you could reach, but still mm-hmm. also giving you that space for improvement. So like, like you a know, stretch. Yes. Okay. Like exactly. You know, having Michael Phelps you know, expectations of swimming when we haven't grown up swimming, it's uh-huh. not going to be a good, you know, you're so going I to can't fail. go to the Olympics next year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's realistic. <laughs> so we have specific, measurable, achievable. And then what does the R stand for? Relevant. Okay. So what does that have to do with making like a swimming goal or something? Yeah. So, it, you know, like it has to mean something to you. It has to be important to you. And sometimes when we don't, we can't identify with something, it's harder to get results mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's not important at all. Yeah. I think that that relevant one is a key one because sometimes like we see people who come in 
and they're making a goal that someone else wants mm-hmm. them to do, but that's not really important to them. So maybe starting with something that actually is relevant to them, something that they want is a good way to start with that too. Yeah. And then also, you know, realizing that even when we have a goal, it could be relevant to us. Um, and we might want to, you know, it really does matter to us, but we want to jump and leap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, understanding that we also have to kind of be realistic, right? That's mm-hmm. another way that they also use this letter. Yeah. Where it has to be realistic that we are able to not just, because then it's going to be defeating mm-hmm. if we don't. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things that we were discussing, too, is like avoiding temptations and not having to do with relevance or being relevant. What is What are your thoughts on that one? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, when you're focusing on your temptations and it's going to be really easy to fall into them, but when you're focusing on the why, right, Mm -hmm. why it's important to me, why I'm doing this, why I want to venture into completing this goal, Mm -hmm. then that's, that will make it stronger, right? So that's true. Cause I think a lot of people have trouble actually fulfilling their goals or succeeding at their goals because they're focused so much on what they're losing versus what they're gaining out of having that goal and everything. And so if we focus on the relevance of it, like this is going to help me be closer to my family or it's going to help me have like physical abilities that I'd like to continue with my grandchildren one day and stuff versus not being able to do those things. That relevancy when you're constantly keeping that focus and stuff, that that really helps you achieve your goal. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the last one, the T. Time bound. Mm -hmm. So you want to have a time, you know, uh, a time to know this is when I'm going to achieve it or I'm giving myself two weeks, Mm -hmm. a month or you know, whatever that time frame is, but at least you know that there's a time where you're going to check in okay. with yourself okay. and see where you're at. Nice. Yeah. I think, I know I read some research just recently that said that um, if you don't start something like today, so many people say, oh, I'm going to wait until New Year's to start mm-hmm. my resolution. Well, if you wait that long, we're like halfway into the year right now as we're doing this podcast. If I waited six more months to start my resolution, why would I ever accomplish it? I'd probably forget about it in the Mm -hmm. first place. So being time bound and more importantly, like having it be soon or at least starting now, like this moment versus waiting, that time bound gives us that perspective of like, this is when I want it done. Yes, Mm -hmm. totally. Awesome. Okay. So we've talked about specific and I think... Um, I also read some research too with specific that said depressed people, the more specific they make their goals, the better they wind Mm -hmm. up improving their depression and stuff. So that's important. Then we talked about measurable and I think with measurable, we want to make sure that we're frequently monitoring how we're doing too, because that also improves our Mm -hmm. commitment to the goals. Um, achievable was the A was the R Relevant, Relevant. yeah, or realistic. We (laughs) also mentioned that one. You can have a couple different ones for that. And then time bound, and that has to do with like making sure there are deadlines and specific to a certain amount of time and everything like that. Um, I think another thing that I would add to this too that a lot of people um, 
don't often think about too, is that in order to follow through with our goals, that we need to have boundaries with them. And you did Mm -hmm. mention that because I do like boundaries, but (laughs) sometimes we have to make our goals um, considerate of how other people might affect us when we're making those, when we're making Mm -hmm. those goals and also how we might affect ourselves. If, if we're not specific to these smart goals, I said specific, that's part of it too. (laughs) But if we're, if we don't take into consideration these things, then we actually have a harder time, you know, sticking to our goals because we haven't had healthy boundaries with ourselves and with other people. Mm -hmm. So this is a really good way of helping us have those boundaries. We're making them specific. We're making them measurable. Mm -hmm. We're making them achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And yeah. Yeah. And what's awesome is that if you're seeing that the, you know, the smart goal that you set up is not working, you can Mm -hmm. always revisit and adjust Mm -hmm. to something that's going to help you. And what is amazing is that when we start applying this, you start seeing people's confidence grow, you know, and seeing like, wow, I could actually do something. Mm -hmm. And it could be a tiny little step, but it's, you know, it's feeding into the confidence of your ability to be able to set a goal and achieve Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So another, another thing I think people might be interested in is what about short-term versus long-term SMART goals? Because sometimes we don't think too much about, we think about the long-term goals. Like I want to run a marathon. I know you ran a marathon and stuff. (laughs) But what were the short-term SMART goals that you had to make in order to reach that long-term SMART goal? Yeah. So it's interesting because my my marathon experience was a short one. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. I was running with a uh, you know, in my community, there was a run meet and I was uh-huh. joining them in the in summer uh-huh. and I was going weekly. And, you know, they usually when you have these groups, you usually meet for like a Christmas uh-huh. uh, gathering or something like that. And they were talking about running the marathon. And oh. so I was like, wow, I don't really care about it too much. But uh-huh. then they said when it was it was going to be on March 19th. And I was like, wait, that's my birthday and my 30th birthday. And oh, so I that's was like, a big deal. Yeah. So then it became very important, very relevant, relevant to me. Because now I'm like, like, whoa, that must be a sign that I'm yes. supposed to run this thing because it's right on my birthday. And it's a great way to welcome my 30s. Yeah. So I said, I want to do this. And that was in like Christmas was in December. time. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I said, I have a month and a half of training, really, because I got hurt. Oh. But you know, then I was, I was specific. This is going to be, I want to run a marathon. It's Uh going to be on March 19th. I'm going to meet, you know, what's, how am I going to measure this? I'm going to meet with my group meets, not only Mm -hmm. the one in my community, but what are other group meets that I could join? Because I know that by myself, I can't, I don't have that motivation to do it. I think that's another thing that helps people too, is knowing that you're doing it with other people, having accountability. Exactly. And so that's what, you know, I, I joined every group meet that I could possibly can in LA County. Um, and I, it was wonderful. So then someone told me you should do a half marathon just to prepare, you know, just so that it's not a total complete shock when you get Uh there. So I did that, uh, in February and it was just, you know, it was, it all happened. And at that time I wasn't like specifically doing a smart goal, but Uh all the, 
letters were there. You realize that. Yes. So what was the specific part of it? Like, let's break it down. So the yes. specific part was running a marathon, running a the marathon. LA marathon, right? So On that March means 26.2 miles. So yes. just in case you didn't know, <laughs> that's very specific, yes. 26.2 miles. Okay. So you're running 26.2 miles. And then how about the measurable part? It's, you know, Okay, I know that weekly I'm going to be running mm-hmm. four to five times a week. Okay. And how am I go- and I'm going to join the group meets cuz that mm-hmm. makes it easier for me, right? To make yeah. it measurable. And so I know people know I'm getting a ride from someone, we're carpooling cuz sometimes it wasn't that close to my home, you know. Uh-huh. But that's the measurable okay. part that I can And I measure. guess the measurable part too is the actual distance is yes what you're doing and this stuff exactly or the time spent so yeah, it was usually time. like three miles five miles and then there was once a week you had one where it was longer okay yeah so that was the measurable part and I think that's important for us to know that we have to have a measurable amount whether it's time so mm-hmm. like if if you're not running a marathon but you need something measurable like I'm going to eat my vegetables like three meals a day. So I'm going to eat fruits or veggies at breakfast. I'm going to eat a fruit Mm -hmm. or a veggie at lunch, or I'm going to eat a fruit or veggie at dinner time. That's the three times that I'm doing. That's measurable. I know I'm doing it when I'm doing it. Okay. How about the A? What did you do for the A? Achievable. Achievable. So, you know, I've, I never ran a marathon and running wasn't a thing for me before that summer. So maybe you're not the perfect example for this. No, I just know. You have the ability though. Yes, but I was running Uh and I went from like running just half a mile to running 10 miles without stopping. Oh, wow. And, And then I realized, well, I have hiking in my background. I've done 18 miles in a day. So pushing myself to 26.2 doesn't seem far off. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. How about relevant? Relevant. It was important to me. I Mm -hmm. wanted to welcome my 30s in a different way. And this was the perfect opportunity. Okay. Yeah. I I could figure (laughs) that that was important. Even if it wasn't initially important when you learned the date of it, that became very relevant. Okay. And then how about time bound? There was a set date for it, right? Mm -hmm. March 19th. Okay. I won't say the year. <laughs> but I, I think, too, with the time bound is, and, and this might be part of the measurable, too, that you were running a certain distance every day building up mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. And so it might have started out with a couple miles at first in the first week. What was it? You had six weeks that you yes. were roughly so doing. So I was already doing five miles. Okay. So you, you started know. with like five miles. Mm-hmm. And then like the second week, did you go up to? Well, that's the thing. I wasn't planning on it, right? Until uh-huh. after. I was already running beforehand. Oh. But I wasn't planning on running. So when I ran, then it became more. Okay. You know, so when you knew specific. you were going to do it, then you started getting very mm-hmm. specific. And, yes. and and time bound to it and everything. Okay. And one of the things that I would mention too in the achievable portion, you know, it was achievable for me because even though it was just a month and a half of training, I wasn't looking to run a five mile marathon. Mm-hmm. I mean, a five hour marathon. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to complete it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and that that's good too. I think that that's also relevant because sometimes mm-hmm. people, if they feel like, oh, I've got to do this you know, in a certain amount of time, then that would be maybe not important to me. But if I just have to finish it, Mm -hmm. that might be okay. 
I could do that. That's relevant to yes. me. And I'm not trying to get a medal out of this. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a medal at all? I did, but I didn't oh. set a record. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> did they give them just for participating? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. And a t-shirt, I'm sure, uh-huh. too. Awesome. <laughs> that can be relevant for some people. They'll do anything for, like, a t-shirt and a medal. <laughs> so, well, well, that's cool. Well, I'm, I'm really impressed that you did that. I can't say I've ever done a marathon <laughs> or even close to that. So, yes. but it hasn't been relevant to me. So, mm-hmm. that's awesome, though, that you found a way to make that relevant to you. And and I think anybody out there who's listening to this, you know, you don't have to think of yourself in terms of running a marathon or doing something like that, but maybe relevant to you is, you know, I bought a pair of shorts a couple of years ago and I don't fit into them and I really love them mm-hmm. and I want to be able to fit into them. Or maybe, maybe family's relevant to you and that's why you want to do something, but we can all find a reason to commit to a goal and we can all find even renewed reasons why to commit to these goals and stuff. And, and then we can use the SMART acronym to continue to follow through until we are successful at them. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I want to thank you, Carla, for joining me here and talking about SMART goals I think a lot of people out there are going to be a lot smarter now that they know about SMART goals. (laughs) And um, we'll just continue to, you know, cheer them on as they work on those goals. And so thanks for joining me today. And if you only take one thing away from today's show, remember this. If mental illness is a whole person problem, then it must have a whole person solution. I'm Amanda Anguish. I'm Carla. And you've been listening to... The Brain People Podcast. Thanks for listening. To hear more episodes, find us on social media, or support us financially, visit thebrainpeoplepodcast.com.